0: Welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse. And today we're going to be talking about Love, Death, and Robots and Black Mirror. How's it going, John?
1: It's going well. I rewatched uh, some of the Black Mirror episodes and then I watched the newest season I binge watched all of them yesterday. Gotta introduce Eddie. i to. <laughs> ah. It's the okay. World? I'm always
2: that kid that gets excluded out of everything. <laughs> I was always raised. See, now and, I
1: can't cut this. No, no, can't cut it now. No.
0: So, tell are about your exclusionary past. We
2: just shamed old, John for a little bit, right, for forgetting just a you. A
1: little bit. I uh, didn't forget him. I, we were getting to it. I came you know? from
2: the school of wayward boys, where you're supposed to be seen but never heard. Interesting.
1: Yes. I didn't know. I didn't know that existed.
2: It totally exists.
1: What? Uh, what, what? What school did you go to?
2: I just said the School of Wayward Boys. Oh, it's
1: called the School of Wayward Boys? Oh, what's it actually like, literally <laughs> called? I thought it had like of... an academy name or something. Wait wait, wait,
0: wait, is that actually what the school's called? Yes. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, well, like, I think me and John were both like, like that just sounds like a funny joke you're saying, right. like a metaphor. Yeah. You know? or Some something. sort of joke. Yeah. But no. I like... actually, called Boy Scouts. <laughs> oh, actually called Boy Scouts. Oh, they are actually called Boy Scouts. Oh, fuck.
1: Now the joke's really honest. Yeah. Now we know. Yeah. Now we know. I mean, I was almost an Eagle Scout, so does that count? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I quit after I realized that, like, some of the, the troop leaders were a little creepy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, yeah, I don't really want to do this anymore. Once
2: I, just, I got into Weeblos, I just kind of cut it off from there.
1: Uh, what level is that? Is that, like, the third? That's right after
2: bears. Because you start off as tigers, then wolves, and then... Okay. I th- no, wait, there's also eagles. So yeah Eagle, there's no
0: lions so lions tigers bears. oh my yeah, there's none of
1: that none <laughs> oh of that my. i think no how much i distinctly remember being a wolf and then i think i stopped there
2: i thought being a wolf was cool but
1: right because you have the cool little like logo on your handkerchief when you put it around your neck People but then just it changes cool. then it changes to like a piece of corn and you're like i don't know how i feel about this well it's corn on the cob i think isn't it isn't the weeblows one that no, it's um an arrow. Oh wait, I'm thinking of another one. Shit. I don't know. Don't don't mind me. I was just very disappointed I couldn't be a Girl Scout, you know, with the the teal outfit because it's like And all the color. cookies, dude. Like why don't we get a chance to sell cookies? Yeah, I that's wanna with bake that. some cookies like a pothead's best friend. That's
0: all I'm that's like who doesn't like to bake baked goods? That's like- I
1: love the story of the Girl Scout who just set up shop right in front of a, a weed dispensary. Oh, that's just such made a smart bait. idea. And they're, yeah. like, coming out. They're, like, oh, shit. Because they already right. got cash on them. So yeah, they're, right, right, right. 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 They already got ideas. their five back for the 40 they dumped into the thing. Yep.
0: <laughs> so that was genius yes.
1: to do that. So I was, like, oh, hell yeah. That's
0: that's the capitalists America
2: deserves. <laughs> that's, like... <laughs> that's Wolf of Wall
1: right there. That's real. <laughs> Sell me this pen. <laughs> that's great. Speaking of capitalism, how about those Black Mirror episodes? Holy shit okay did you guys watch the newest season
0: i did i did not see the newest season unfortunately but i did watch uh bandersnatch which i know we wanted to talk about today
1: yes a little bit uh bandersnatch is interesting because it has so many different routes that the story may have unfolded differently for you so when you watch bandersnatch how did it unfold for you like what happened
0: uh I I fucked up multiple times.
1: (laughs) So you, like, redid it?
0: I had, Yeah, he he had to restart, like... I think that dude had to restart his life three times when I watched it. He restarted his life three times and ended up in prison on the very last one.
1: Yes, I got to that one as well. Yeah. That was the one that I got got to to the the first time. Which one? I don't think I ever got to the prison What was the ending you did get to, if you did end it? I had
2: the multiple endings where he just failed, but his... Like, he was able to complete his game and it was always game reviewed but it was always like the game was well received or poorly received depending yeah. on the outcome of how he finished the game did you guys much.
1: find the ending where he finishes the game he goes to jail and then his uh his friend's daughter the little baby that you see in that friend's apartment she recreates the video game oh yeah that's one what? of the, that's one of the endings you can get but that's it's a weird it's like one. thirty years from now. Yeah, it's like it's like way past that those events, and then it's the daughter who ends like, up making. Does, does your game.
0: cereal choice like alter your path? If I chose this sugary yes. cereal, it fucks up everything. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real. <laughs> or your choice of music,
1: right? Choice of music, the cereal, whether or not you jump off the balcony. Uh, I always liked that one. Yeah, that was fucked up. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't realize choose, it was that it's up.
2: either him or his coworker
1: yes uh the the way i got to the to that ending was the his friend jumped off the balcony and then everyone was wondering where he was at and then the girlfriend comes over and you have to like lie to her Mm. and then the phone call comes in and you have to put in the numbers and so i put in the numbers and then it took me to some alternate route it's way too involved that 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 single episode will take up like four or five hours a day
0: if you want to do all of it yeah. yeah if
1: you want to like try to find all of them if you're really like into it and want to know every single ending people have broken it down online you can go to like, it was a room. good bedtime watch yeah. for me <laughs> you were watching it right before bed yeah so i was just like was i me.
2: really got engrossed and just like how should i do this, play this whole thing out and i feel like when you're doing like movies or shows it's different from like how you're doing video games or novels yes because in a movie or tv show you can't really choose the outcome no and in this one you had that option and choice and with like games like say rpgs or do
1: your own adventure books you have that option and choice do your own adventure or choose your own adventure kind of books were really all the craze when we were younger and, like, I remember they, Goosebumps did those Yeah, Goosebumps did a few of them There was a few others that got released This is when like Barnes & Noble was like in its heyday And like people loved going there Because it was the only like big bookstore you can find um, Before they were like starting to decline But you know what, they're going to add alcohol to their store So they might revive <laughs> Seriously, they're going to start serving it in their cafes uh, and we, Oh, in uh, who, McDonald's? No, Barnes & Noble conference. Oh, Barnes & Noble is going to start serving alcohol Oh my god He yeah. brings up McDonald's
2: because we just passed the McDonald's earlier Well,
1: apparently McDonald's in other countries serves beer and just, we just don't do it here in the United States for good reason. Now we do. <laughs>
2: As being like the number one alcoholic consumers.
1: Yeah. Well, it doesn't help that the government kind of set us up to be alcoholic. Because so. <laughs> alcohol and guns mix well. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but that... So what I was thinking about for, those, for that particular episode, though, was... This is so engrossing for people who are watching it, who are kind of just sitting in front of the TV and letting things unfold. It brought you in to participate with what was going on. So it's a cool modern version of Choose Your Own Adventures that isn't like a video game. Hmm. And so like you, you had like those 80s video games where you were able to choose your own route, and it kind of brought up... It's essentially the game he made in, in the episode. You were able to play some of those games. And then since then, there hasn't really, they haven't been that popular. So, for them to do something so successfully was definitely, like, worth it for Netflix.
2: I remember there was, like, a VHS game with Clue.
1: Oh, yeah. Dang.
2: Yeah. So, that's going way back. Do you still have that? No, 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 no. That was, like, a game I played in my, like, special ed class. Oh, gotcha. Um, Here. uh, That was one I remember playing because my teacher was really big into Clue. Okay. And that's how I was also introduced to the Clue movie. Yeah. That's such an odd movie.
0: I never watched that movie. I never watched
2: Clue. I I feel like if you ever need to watch a a movie that's based on a game, watch Clue. Right. Or, like, Silent Hill or the new Pikachu, but that's different in every scenario. Uh, Let's see. There was another game I remembered. There was, like, what was that video game called Bachelorette Party or something where you're a bunch of girls and you get, like, stalked by a serial killer in a game and it made, like, a really big deal?
1: Uh, I'm not sure, but it sounds very 80s it is <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Like, that sounds very much like a scenario but it was
2: shot live action pretty much oh yeah, you would play like some of the girls in the game
3: huh
0: i'm not was sure it kind of like that, was it kind of like the uh like there's the hunter and then the four players that are trying to survive the hunter yeah like until Dawn. so like yeah exactly or like or like what was the other one um I left for dead did it kind of yep. Kind of did that same dead. idea. You play as the zombies, yeah. or you play as the heroes. Playing as the zombies was amazing. Yeah, and it was left just dead. just having that option yeah. is there. Yeah. And it's super great. It's great to like. I'm surprised no one else
1: has like copied that and sort of tried to improve on it.
0: Kind of like it's like Evolve. Also, Evolve is also like that. You have one big thing versus a group of little guys. Yeah. Friday the Thirteenth game. It sounds like that too. Friday the Thirteenth game is fun game.
1: only because only when you're Jason because he's so overpowered.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you just murder every yeah no one can person.
1: escape really unless you get super lucky with someone occupying their time <laughs> you might be able to escape if like they take forever to kill someone which is usually what people do because isn't there happens. gonna
2: be like a halloween game kind of like
1: that yeah they want to make one with michael myers yeah it'll yeah, be interesting where Rocket. he's just like unstoppable <laughs> i wanted to see the movie i want to see a movie with michael myers and jason going up against each other because they already have Freddy versus jason so why not just michael myers versus or jason. they
2: also had the idea of pinhead versus michael myers
1: that too although i don't know how that would sort of play out because pinhead isn't he isn't really like a, a fighting kind of dude he sort of neither likes... is like freddy yeah the... yeah exactly so that's why it was weird well actually no freddy fights in freddy versus jason yeah
2: but that was the only time you can that's actually... the only time though yeah yeah but then there was a sequel comic with uh ash williams from evil dead It was like Jason versus Freddy versus Ash or Evil Dead, okay. Which is a comic book I'm still looking for because it's a very rare. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a Like horror comics are kind of hard to find.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. Uh, Usually, you have to go to like specialty places i mean, I mean oh. just
0: think about us just trying to find that um that hitachi hino yeah but like comic was a pain in the ass we like getting we it found it was pretty...
1: like a translated version too yeah we even didn't like... even
0: find like an official like version of it we had to find like a translation in order to and like a scan translation of it yeah. in order for it to even work
2: who's hitachi uh
0: he is a he was a he was a manga artist mm. uh, and he did a we review we did an episode on um mermaid in a manhole okay and uh he adapted yeah. he directed it and starred in it, and he also wrote the com the uh, manga that that movie's based off of this is baby uh-huh yeah exactly <laughs> mm. and uh and um he ba- and he basically we reviewed his panorama of hell, which was like an autobiography of his. And it was pretty interesting. He basically just makes horror manga. His horrors, his whole so very thing. much like Jinji Ito, who kind of like yeah, Jinji yes. Ito's one. I don't know if we, I don't know if we talked about him as much. I think it's because we were a bit. doing like a film. We were we doing like a on. film and manga re- relation because the yeah. man that re- because he directed because Hino directed Mermaid in the Manhole and Flowers of Flesh and Blood, which we were both talking about. So we talked about yes. his manga work and whatnot, which is why we didn't. We can talk about. I would be down to do a Jinji Ito. Yeah, um, I'm he's sure he's been a be popular artist lately. Like, Yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, uh, Uzumaki is like his most popular out of his work with the spirals and the existentialism mm-hmm. in this little town, which was kind of big. And I don't know, he's seemed to blow up lately, like his popularity.
0: Yeah, manga is just exploding mainstream-wise. Right, yeah.
1: Huge. Well, people are just starting to get, like they're starting to know the real stories that are in the, these books and they're really good. Mm-hmm. They've just been ignored for so long by yep. the United States, where yep. like everyone else was like already into it. So they're like, you're kind of late <laughs> on the game. It's
0: like a generational thing, I think. Too. Yeah,
1: I think people are just a little bit more open to it. <laughs> but okay, so TikTok. so with Black Mirror, I know you guys have favorite episodes. So I'll start with Eddie. What were your favorite episodes from like the whole Black Mirror series? To be honest, I very. I've
2: watched very little Black Mirror, so the only ones I can kind of go off of with Black Mirror is um, the one with Kurt Russell, this kid, where he's stuck in Europe while backpacking and has to get some extra cash to get out of the country. Oh,
1: yeah, so when he goes to try out the video game. He's yeah, like a that, was, that
2: was my favorite one and the kind of the first two episodes of the new season are my favorites. Um Bender pretty okay, much. Okay. And USS Callister.
1: <laughs> it's like a weird Star Trek yeah, like, knockoff. But,
2: but it's not it's more of like a, a man child taking control of yes. his own world pretty much where he's playing god pretty much. Yeah. So Uh, those are my favorites. I, I'm still have yet to go through the rest of the black mirror series. I did see the pig fucker episode, which was like, that's (laughs) That's what
1: I first one. (laughs) That's like the first episode they came out the gate with. (laughs) They're like, check this series out. Yeah. yeah, Seriously.
0: Like, whoa, (laughs)
2: how do you start and open your series? Let's have like the prime minister fuck a pig so they can save the princess pretty much, which is like, okay, but
0: fine that's how you want to start
2: your first episode
0: i was i was i was ecstatic over it
2: i got the message of it for sure it's the whole like media and, and perception of the masses pretty
1: much let's talk about that one episode where he goes and tries out the video game oh yeah so so if i remember it right he's like you mentioned he's stuck and he's trying to get some cash, so there's an ad that shows up, like, hey, you want to try this video game out? We'll give you however much money. Yeah, this
2: girl that he's, like, mm-hmm. crashing with. That's right. She suggests it. Yeah, and he goes to the game developing company, and they have, like, this virtual simulation. I also feel like Black Mirror kind of interconnects itself with some of its tech. Like, on I've noticed on each of the um their lobes that they wear is like kind of like the same little button
1: yeah so i think the creators of the show have pretty much uh like made it clear that all of their episodes exist in one world so like the world of black mirror is like a future setting that can include all of these stories and so they use the same technology throughout a few of them i -hmm. think the best the, the the best explanation of that is the museum episode which is like Uh, Season three, I think, three or four. It interconnects
2: every part of the Everything up until
1: that point, like specific items from the episodes show up in that museum. And so that's when people knew for sure that all the episodes were connected. So it's definitely worth a watch for that one. Um, Let me see if I can find the name of that one.
2: So I don't keep calling it the Kurt Russell's son episode. (laughs) Well, that one. Because that is Kurt Russell's son and he was like an overlord. If anybody's seen that movie.
1: Which movie? Uh, the, the newest one that came out, right? Like the Nazi one?
2: Yeah, where the Nazis are zombies. And it's it's like Reanimator What meets Wolfenstein is what I call it. I've never – I've not seen that now. Dude, you got to watch it. It's so good. It's so good? Yeah, All people right. thought it was going to be like a Cloverfield tie-in movie. But, uh, not this one. And Because uh, I think earlier that year there was Cloverfield Paradox as well where they open up a portal where the Cloverfield monster from the very first movie comes out. So, but I don't know. It was just fine as a standalone movie. I would say just, Overlord you know, it was to... amazing.
1: I would definitely suggest people go and watch it. If you like Nazis getting fucking killed and zombies, <laughs> you have enough there to watch that movie. <laughs> Cause oh, yeah. it's like, it's one of those films where they insert a story into a piece of history. And in this case, it was like literally world war two when they're dealing with the Nazis and, like, it just starts off and does not let up the whole time you're watching it. Like, the first scene in, they're on a plane that gets downed. And so, like, they get you you get a shot of the guy falling through the sky into the water and then crawling out to find, like, his other squad mates. And then they find their way over to this, like, castle-looking place where they're doing experiments on people, which is really them just testing out whether or not they can make zombies. And then they make zombie Nazis. Or just make time. super soldiers. Right.
2: Like, they're more fucked-up versions of Captain America
1: it's legit it's a good movie and it's entertaining if you're looking for something that's entertaining it's not it's not heavy on the plot so like really simplistic all they got to do is escape and not get killed by the zombies um and that's pretty much the whole film <laughs> but it's like it was i remember watching it in theaters and i was like this is intense it was just like that first scene throwing you in and then you just go all the way through and it is non-stop action when year did this come out uh, last year yeah. Last year? Like yeah. October, November time. Yeah, you
0: know, that explains that explains because I don't think I was really like too up on what was going on in horror and whatnot until more recently this year when I like started doing the podcast with everybody. like <laughs> my horror my horror experience wasn't really too big. Like I liked a couple right. of things. Like I haven't watched every single Jason movie. I haven't like seen every uh, single I have. <laughs> yeah, I have not I it's have not. So
1: it's comedy after a certain Oh yeah, no, exactly. It's just ridiculously. I love Jason Takes Manhattan.
0: I've seen the original (laughs) movies of those ones. Like I watched like the OG ones because I knew that everything after that is kind of just going to be the kind of the same, the same shit. So I watched the original ones to kind of get that feeling, you know. Jason Um,
1: goes against a psychic, but
0: yeah. So I'm missing out. on like, I'm like some like ridiculous things that are happening, and I'm interested.
1: Jason in space is my favorite.
0: Jason X, (laughs) yes. That's, I think, the worst one.
2: Next it is to-
1: terrible. It's a terrible next movie. Next to Jason Goes to Hell. It is so not- entertaining for me, though, <laughs> knowing that, like, it's going to be terrible. It reminds me of, like, do you guys remember the movie uh, Man with the Iron Fists? The uh, Reza movie? Yeah. So, so when I first watched it, I was expecting it to be a really good movie. Which is a mistake on my part, but it was just one of those Quentin Tarantino presents, so it could be good or bad. Yeah, it's not like an Iron Monkey movie where it was amazing. So I go and watch it the first time and I fucking hated it. I almost walked out of the theater, and then I went to go rewatch it, knowing that it was terrible, and I loved it. And then I rewatched it again when I got the DVD for it, and I was like, "This movie's amazing." If you just think about how it's like a terrible fucking movie, and then you watch it and you enjoy it more, I didn't know what happened. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, this is for sure." Because like you watch it and you know ridiculous shit is gonna happen. I, uh... And I don't know why that changed my view of it. I think this is like the
0: fifth time I've brought this up, but like Piranha 3D was like that with me. Like yes. for me to enjoy that, I had to go in with. The, I go in with the knowledge of this is a terrible film. Yep. You there do not expect anything it's amazing. Just entertainment and just watch it for the fun of it, and it was glorious. Yep. Yeah.
1: That are you talking about the new one?
0: Yeah, the Piranha 3D yeah. that came out like 2012 two of them. or whatever the hell. Well, I only saw the first one. The whatever the three. d uh, one
1: They was. did like a part one and two. Or they just made like a version of it.
0: They
2: made a sequel, kind of like there were some continuing characters. Oh, okay,
1: I didn't know that shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, so they so they continued over from it. Yeah, like Ving Rhames, who was in the yeah. f- first movie, I, mm-hmm. I think, was in it. Um, I'm not
0: sure who else. Did they keep Christopher Lloyd, or he dies in the first one, doesn't he? I don't recall. I don't remember. Is, they, is Christopher Lloyd's in there, and he's just like you know, the, I <laughs> always, these piranhas yeah. have been extinct for thousands of years. I love it's that. Just, <laughs> <it's> so funny. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like there's always, like, people who want to make the next Jaws movie. The scary yeah. underwater creature. Or make the monster, like,
1: you can't see him. Didn't they just try that with uh, the Meg? It's, like, about the Megalodon. Yeah. I it's tried it terrible, but, like, they tried making a new Jaws movie. But, like, there's no way to sort with of... With Jason Statham. Yeah, those was super weird. And try to appeal we'll to the to Chinese have, like... market. Yeah, that's accurate. <laughs> Yeah, we but, need to do like I'm so
0: I'm I'm sorry, Eddie. It's okay. Really we need good. to do like a um, like a like a underwater horror like theme. Oh, for Pretty sure. soon, I think that's, maybe that's what we should do next yeah. week. is Just do underwater horror because there's like First there's summer. there's
1: like piranha, there's like lake Placid. But I know
0: people wanted to talk about. We also wanted to talk about like ghost ship as well. As ghost another ship was an interesting movie about. and a Carl I, Urban. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I have, a, I have a man crush on Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's explore Glorious. this some more. So, 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 tell us all about yeah.
1: what yeah. other what? movies is he in that you were like, "Yes, I love this movie." Well, Judge Dredd. Fuck yeah! Oh god, oh uh, yeah, a good Judge, Judge Dredd, dope. Yeah, that's
0: yeah, great.
2: but that's my bias because I'm into the comics and to that character and world. Pretty much, a him as Bones in the Star Trek movies. Yeah, uh, he's passable in the Chronicles of Reddick movies. Pretty much, I know he's been in. Oh, Z- as Xena Warrior Acca? Princess. I think in Vago, yeah. yeah. In Chronicles of Riddick. My, I used to watch that so much. Yeah. My dad always compared him to like a uh, high school football jock <laughs> and <laughs> that, which is not off for sure, right. but it's just like, I know Carl Urban is a, a good actor. No did matter. you ever watch doom? I did watch doom. It's just like the worst piece of shit movie you can ever watch, except for those five minutes where it's the first person. First
1: person? That's like the that's probably the best part. But, but like, that's not yeah. even like a movie. There, oh, that's at the very end, isn't it? Like it's that's, close how they, to that's it. like
0: that's like the finale of it. Is that the Rock just goes full first person and starts murdering?
1: Oh no, it's Carl Urban who goes first person.
0: Excuse me.
1: Yeah. Well, excuse. Well, me. well I guess his name in there is. Reaper. It's been
0: a long time since I've seen that movie because I didn't feel like revisiting it after the first. time. It doesn't even feel like Doom. To be honest, like they'll
2: just slap the title Doom on something or just any title that's familiar to a fan base. And just like, this is a product we're going to sell to you so you can come and play it, watch it, do whatever you want with it.
1: I wish they did make another Doom movie that was closer
2: to the games. Well, actually... They made a Doom movie that's going to be a more like a direct-to-video, I guess, but it's still kind of like the same Doom movie that we got before.
1: Oh, lame.
2: I know. And I was just like, why are you selling the short? Doom is very simple. It's just you're in a super suit on Mars fighting monsters and demons from yeah. hell, pretty much. There's not much of a plot that you can go on from
0: there.
1: It's just... I've seen so many movies made on less. <laughs> like just, they
0: have enough like just hire yourself some good choreographers yeah get like spend Make a lot a cool on some good movie. on some good design sets give us an hour and a half of bloodfest and i'm into it people will dig you, it dude you could dock it down to an hour of just watching this dude tear do you through like demons like disney movie
1: length do you like an hour and a half and you'll be fine i mean maybe
0: even like you know what you should do you should have like a break i would love to see an action movie have a breakdown where like the character's arm has been like ripped off, and they have to like, or they're stuck like a twenty, like a hundred twenty-seven hours situation, where you have like this really grueling, like he like rips his own arm off to survive or some nonsense like that.
3: That's, I don't know, some like something
0: like, something, a, something that's like solo that could happen. So there's no extra characters; it's just Doom Guy versus all of the horrible, and just how he like wrecks through it. I
1: don't know. So Bruce Campbell references. in the Evil Dead movie. For which one?
0: Bruce Campbell in the
2: Evil yeah, Dead. exactly. He like, has to cut off his yeah. own arm. Just so he's not fully possessed by the deadite, yep. everything's already happened.
1: I can think of well, like four different references where someone loses their everything kind of references
2: itself pretty much like it's it's not it's kind of like how we view it as orbos eating its own tail Oh, okay, got gotcha. pretty much like yep. something is eventually gonna be coming from another place that's familiar and stuff,
1: okay, shit. That's a good read of that. Yeah, definitely. very good read of that. <laughs> I was good like, job. all right, yeah, I yeah. dig it. Huh. A fine point. Uh, also, we went super off track, but the name of the episode you're talking about is yes. Playtest. It's literally just called Playtest. Okay. <laughs> so it's like that's the
0: horror movie. That's the horror movie Black Mirror episode. Uh,
1: well, horror video game.
0: Yeah, it's the all but it's the uh, it's the VR tests, one. He so goes into the yeah. VR and it's yeah, like yes. super real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know what? A very cool one that I really liked. I forget the name of it, but it's the one where they, um, they basically alter the soldier's vision so that yes. they see their enemies as like horrible ghouls. And it starts yeah. off as like a, like a total horror episode. Like you totally, like you are totally think that these are horrible monsters that are out to like murder these people, and they're scary and freaky looking, and they like they even do the jump scares in the beginning too, to totally put you in that mood. Yeah. And it was really fantastically done like that. So it's like one of my favorite, one of my favorite Well, they start you off
1: with that where you're like rooting for the soldiers. You want them to like survive the encounters. Mm -hmm. And then um, as he starts to realize there's like something secret going on, and then he basically turns it off or they find a way to turn it off. And he realizes that they've been doing this to like innocent people. Yep. They've like, Basically, program them to kill kill these ghouls so that they wouldn't like disobey orders of killing a civilian. Yep. And then it gets real political. And you're like, oh shit, like they're trying to send a message with this episode with how like there's military in other countries that are just doing exactly that without, with, while also painting them as like terrible people in the media. What are the cost
0: of our lives? Yeah. You guys, you guys watch that Chernobyl?
1: Anybody yeah. That? Yes. <laughs> I got to finish
2: Chernobyl because... Oh, yeah, I have to finish it as well. I know. Actually, my dad started getting into it and he says it's bleak. It's like, dad, it's supposed to be bleak. It's Chernobyl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you already know the ending. Like, <laughs> Yeah, dude. You just but get to watch it unfold. Watching the outcome of what happens to this whole community and how it collapses within itself is an interesting watch and what it leaves behind in history pretty much because okay. that's that's something interesting to me about chernobyl and stuff and then there's i believe the whole political system and people who say oh the the reactor is not blown up there's no isotopes
0: like outside the facility what are the cost of our lives <laughs> Seriously, it's 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 a line from like the end of the show. It's 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 important shit though. It's fucking cool. I'm not really giving anything away. It's just something a character says, and it's like really like it's really like like you're it'll it'll grab you by the heart.
1: The episode you're talking about, it's the name of it is Men Against Fire. There you go. Is what that one was called. And so watch the rest
0: of
2: Black Mirror.
1: Oh, you should definitely watch it. Um, There's no particular order you have to watch it in. So Mm -hmm. just because I watched it by like what appealed to me most. Sure. And then when I watched all of those, I watched the rest.
2: Because after I finished what season five, I was just like, let's go back a little and watch like Callister. The and
1: newest season is nothing like the rest of the Black Mirror episodes. Like there are a few that I can pick out that I'm like, this is a really fucked up episode. And like that was kind of what set the I precedent like the f- for that show.
2: I like the first two episodes of the new season. The third one kind of falls a little flat on itself.
1: Uh, so I don't know which order you watched it in. So which is the one that you didn't like? What was it about?
2: Well, Anthony Mackie and his best friend, for for like a long time, they meet up again on his birthday.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Let's yeah, talk about striking that one. vipers. Yeah. So,
0: do you fill me in? I have
2: no idea. So,
1: so in striking vipers, there is a, a guy. It's a, it's based around a black family. So the main guy, um, you see him in like his sort of younger years, like enjoying his time with his girlfriend. Um, and it's like, oh, hey, look, he's hanging out with his friend. They're having a good time. And then it fast forward however many years um, to him being settled down with his family. So he's married. He's settled with kids. Uh, does he have a kid? Yeah, he has a yeah, kid. Has and
2: a- his wife wants another one.
1: Yes, that's right. They're trying for another kid, but their marriage is like it's having a hard time because uh, they're just like he doesn't want to be sexually intimate with her anymore. Anyway, he has his birthday party and his friend shows up who, when he was younger and gives him this game. Uh, which is what they were playing earlier in the episode. So it's like the game they bonded over, basically. It's like Tekken. Friend. Yeah, it's basically like a skinned-over Tekken. Okay. And then, uh, or Street Fighter or yeah. Mortal
2: Kombat, which which are different fighting games completely. Totally.
1: So do you remember the little bit that they put on the side of their head that takes them into like whatever world they're in? It works the same way. They can get into the fighting game that way. And oh. So they both go into the fighting game, but it takes a complete twist when his his like best friend in there, who's playing a girl, by the way, so it's a it's who's an Asian dude and a girl. Mantis
2: in uh, the Guardians and Avengers movie.
1: Yeah, it is, huh? It, she, I didn't even realize holy that. Fuck. And it's
2: also the Black Power Ranger and the new like Power uh, Power Ranger movie that came yes. out a couple of years ago, which I really liked.
1: So they get into the game, they start fighting, that was a good movie. and like they start realizing that you can actually experience some pain while you're in there.
2: But then pain and sensations and stuff yeah, and just the,
1: the, their fight finishes and they end up like pretty much the girl is on top of him, which is his best friend in the in real life. And they totally start making out and then they hook up inside the game.
2: So they pretty much have like gay, uh, d- a love. It's affair. a gay
1: love story hidden underneath another sort of like I don't know, I, I personally didn't like that they did it that way because like he was still it was still like a straight relationship. Like it was a guy and a girl. Mm-hmm. what the what the audience was watching was a guy and a girl with only the afterthought of oh that's his best friend yeah so like it would it was just strange to me because i thought they were going to change out the characters like i thought they were going to have them try out different characters and then like they would experience their sexuality that way Furious. but they didn't they didn't change anything they just kept going in the same characters and the dude There's just like being. there yeah, yeah like he <laughs> just liked he just liked being a girl and experiencing sex that way but well, only with his best friend so it was weird
0: yeah all right all right i i I think i'll have to watch the episode to get more of like a more more contextual
2: i actually liked it because it was i always liked anthony mackie
1: yeah he's really good in that
2: like i've never seen eight mile but i've seen like hurt locker and stuff where he's more of a straight man to jeremy renner when they're in the middle east
1: right oh the Hurt locker is a really good movie yeah yeah
2: but even anthony mackie who's like Conflicted, where he's a married man and he's got his best friend and yeah. they're just doing this thing in a virtual reality world and he they have to like find out do they really have that same connection as they do in the game yeah. in the real world where they don't actually and it, it takes him like the entire episode to, for him to like own up to his wife that like hey this is what me and my best friend has been doing for a year now so but she seems cool with it I apparently they make a a special day where she gets to have like a cheat day. Like she sleeps with one guy.
1: Yeah. So the whole episode, I felt like it started off super cool where it was like, yeah, you get to go into this world. You can do whatever you want. And then them having like a gay relationship was like, all right, they're going somewhere. And then it sort of just deteriorated from there for me because I was like, they both decided to just continue like cheating on each other. And then, they don't have a real relationship in real life because they try, like, making out in real life. And he's like, nope, I don't feel anything. So they only have this gay relationship inside this video game. But it's, it's not even really that gay because it's a guy and a girl. Oh,
0: That, that to me, I'm going to do a little analysis now. That, to me, sounds a little bit like the dystopia. Like, you being upset about it, that is the dystopia. The technology literally prevents them from being who they actually are, like, in a way. Because they have to, in a way, I haven't seen the whole episode, but from right. what you're telling me, that's what it sounds like. Like, like, the technology they're using, in a way, like, affects them on, like, a personal level. Like, oh, gotcha. Which is something you can see in, like, if it's, like, a world that they can just plug into and, like, have an avatar in. Yeah. Which is what I'm thinking. And then they can meet other avatars in it, right? Um, Well, this one was specifically
1: no? a fighting game, but they found out they can just do other shit while they're there.
0: Okay, gotcha. So they can do yeah. a bunch of stuff. So it's more like it focuses on these two characters. So they use it they use it to like live out a fantasy they really want to and then they don't actually have to conform to that lifestyle in the real world. They can yeah. be whatever they want. So that's the dystopian. That to me sounds like where the dystopia is and why you're upset with it, it makes total sense right. because it's like it's like they're not being who they should be. Right. Right. That's, like, that's what, that's well, what you're, that's half what
1: you're... of it was that, yeah, they're not like engaging in their relationship in real life. Mm. And the other half of it was that they made it really easy for an audience to watch. So right. like the most uncomfortable thing for most audiences to watch is two men on screen having sex. That's why yeah. you don't see it that often. You mm-hmm. don't see like full frontal nudity all that often. And it's always either like heterosexual sex or two women having sex because people love watching that. And so, in this case, they copped out kind of where they were, like, they had a guy and a girl, even though it was the two men. Yeah. And the only thing you come close to is them, like, sort of kissing, and then that's it. Yeah. Well, and they're it, very, yeah. like, masculine, very... Right, yeah. Uh, like, Anthony Mackey played a
2: superhero. Um, the other guy, I forget his name, he was also a villain in the Aquaman movie as Black Manta.
1: Uh, Yeah, he was, shit. So, you kind of
2: take these guys who are going to, like, kiss and stuff to see if there's that spark that they share in the same right. game but it's like you build relationships in like social media and in games and in the real world it's kind of like a different feeling like you're wondering if that connection is still existing
0: outside of that
2: sort of bond that you've created
0: is it just the game that's between us that draw that brings us together sort of thing i believe you know? so yeah yeah that's what i think Eddie's getting at
3: mm
2: because that's the overall thing and when they have like when they're more a little bit open about like you, okay you can have this special day with your friend that you're gonna go online and, and play quote unquote. right and you the wife can go and have her little cheat day with like the guy at the bar pretty much I felt like
1: that was more serious about like well at the end of it like he at the end of the day he's in a virtual world and doing whatever he's doing but like his it, it, they suggest that his wife is going out in person for real and finding other dudes to have sex with. So it's like, it was a weird way to sort of place both of those. Like I get the sentiment of them like wanting to go and have their own day or something, mm-hmm. but like he's still at home sitting on a couch yeah, while, while his wife's going out somewhere. And I was like, this is a weird way to write that.
0: Yeah. It's a, uh, I, I, you know, I guess I would just say that people are variant and infinitely variant (laughs) (laughs) and our people's lives are infinite variants in all matters. I I cannot expect anything from people, (laughs) nor can I not expect anything
1: from people. I will say though, for that episode, uh, kudos to Netflix and to black mirror for focusing on a black family and not having like, (laughs) like really they just like, you don't see it that often. And in this case it was a pretty, it was an interesting story regardless. So I was like, that was a good one. Just,
2: I just feel that as a family in general,
1: oh see yeah that's right that's a good a way to let's get way to read it, yeah, it it's,
2: I, I know it's just like you want to see like some things a certain way i just saw like it's a family yeah see much, i like that friendship because friendship and stuff that's a good way to look and at it because you've human already and like, connected yeah. relationships and how complex we build things up as we
1: get older uh, uh because of that. the analysis that i've gone through for all the other things i specifically noticed things like that because of the representation that i work towards Mm -hmm. for my own work yeah but i like eddie's uh take on that because that should be how everyone kind of watches things yeah Yeah, i'm already just seeing like a red family
0: i mean that's how i viewed a lot of stuff more no more so like i don't like look if it's like a if it's a film about like a a family from mexico i'd be really surprised if like half the family is like white people yeah you know what i mean and i'd be more i'd be more stoked on it if it was just you know if it got down to like, you know, culturally how it is, you know, someone who actually lived it, understood it, you know, I'd rather have something written like that, but yeah, it's it's all, it's basically, it is just a family and you're viewing the characters and what they do, a family and a a friend and
2: just their and the deep relationships that they have. But uh, my take on black mirror is just like how we use technology good and bad or the moral ambiguity of it pretty much. And it's not really trying to tell quite a moral lesson, in my opinion. No, well, not,
0: so- not necessarily a moral, maybe not necessarily a moral lesson, but it just like, you know, it just shows like that it creates a divide in a sense. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not you can, you can view that divide however you'd like. If you think that it's, it allows, you could view this from two different angles. You could say that it allows them to interact on their gay fantasy in a technological world where they are free from any sort of oppression or judgment on that part. And you could say that about it if you wanted to. That's true. You could also say that, oh no, they're actually hiding from who they truly are. And it's actually the society that is oppressing them and is actually the problem here. It, It really depends on your perspective with it on how you really want to look at it.
1: The only pushback I would have for that is that nothing in Black Mirror suggests that people in that world dislike gay relationships. True. That's true. So it That's could true. be that in their world, like, uh, I forget which series it is. Um, That's a good point. There's a series where, like, gay relationships are just normal. Oh, it's it's a super anime. I'm about to get really JoJo? nerdy. No, oh, well, JoJo's one of them. But um, that Yuri on Ice shit, the one where it's, like, the two gay figures, It sounds skaters. very gay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, they're really... It's, like, a super gay show, and it's great. But, like, the, in their world, gay relationships are super normal. So no one, yeah. like... It never gets discussed as, like, a negative yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: yeah. Black is kind of like a... They explore it. They explore um, like gay gay relationships sometimes. Yeah.
1: Well, they had that episode. What is it, San Junipero? As well as the one where she brings her husband back as like a like an android, basically. Yes. After he's died. Yes, so like,
2: yeah. i got to watch more of the show. Yeah. it's, a, good, oh my it's God. a really good show, man. I feel like I missed out some on some. You things. missed out a well, lot. Well, the
1: yeah. the only other ones I wanted to mention, which are like definitely horror, was there's an episode called White Bear which is um, when a woman, she wakes up in, like, a random apartment and then, like, quickly gets led out of it by these people who are like, we have to go, like, there's people, like, hunting us down for no reason. Um, and so she spends, like, the whole episode trying to escape and then eventually gets caught. But then, like, can I spoil it for you? you go yeah, spoiler it, go for so, it. So, spoiler, for, I think I spoiler for White Bear in Black Mirror. You find out at the end of the episode that the entire town is signed up to torture this woman. Every day.
0: Oh, this is a cell phone one. Cell phone one? The cell phone one where they all come out with the phones. like Oh, phones yes. Is that her? That yep. one? Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 No, They've, that one's crazy. Yeah. They That's all nice. sign
1: up to go and torture this woman because, while uh, well, I believe she was drunk driving and killed a family. And so That's right. since probably, then. we probably scrutinize somebody online yeah. Yeah. pretty much? So what happens is she gets tortured every day, basically, and they just continue this process and they keep yeah. doing it it's over and over again. it's just humiliation it's not like
0: i don't I, it's not i don't i don't feel like it was like rip your toenails off type of torture it was sort of like just humiliation well
1: she i think she's basically in pain at some point oh okay yeah, I think like I towards missed... the end of I it think it's been a
0: while yeah it's been a while so i may not know what i'm talking about yeah. there
1: there was definitely so there was that one and then there was um let me see if i was just looking at it should we
2: talk about the second third episode of this new season
1: uh, yes. Well, okay. So the second, or I, I don't even know which one to call it, but like the one with uh, Miley Cyrus. There's an episode with Miley Cyrus. That's the third one. Yeah. So that, that Smith one. Smithereens
2: was the uh, second one.
1: It's one of like two Black Mirror episodes that actually has like a happy ending. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, Rachel. I actually wrote it down.
1: Um, yeah. So that one has like a happy ending and then, um, the the Star Trek one that he mentioned earlier, USS Callister. actually has a happy ending. Oh, for the for them, the, do you remember? Rick, so basically, you can explain it, yeah. Which one? The I'm sorry, the, I keep forgetting it. The USS something.
2: USS Callister. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the Callister is the uh, spaceship in this game that the um the guy from Breaking Bad had created.
1: Is he from Breaking Bad?
2: Yeah, he he's um. It's been a while since I watched Breaking Bad, but, <laughs> but he, it's the guy that Jesse kills at the end of the very last Oh, time. shit. That's right. He pisses a lot of people off right. <laughs> in that show, pretty much, and he's trying to go after it's. But in USS Callister, it's the company that is in the real world mm-hmm. that's developed a game, kind of like Star Trek in a way, but he yeah. controls the situations and everything that's going on. It's kind of like based off of one Twilight Zone episode. Right. Where this little kid is kind of like ruler of his own domain, which they yeah. re- remade in the current Twilight Zone.
1: He makes his own sort of uh his own little area where he gets to do whatever he wants because he's a programmer for the company. And he, the, and he takes yeah, his
2: co-workers DNAs and he can inserts
1: them into the game. Yeah. yeah. Although it interesting, though, is that like all he wanted to do was control what they did. Like he wanted them to be a crew and do that. There's no like, there's no other like negative things. Like he's not torturing them. He's not forcing them into like sexual situations. I think in that world, in his have. own
2: sexual situations that he wants, right? Because like he kind of wants to play more of the William Shatner character. He just
1: wants to be in charge and people love him. And like that's sort of like they the saying he's a jolly good fellow. <laughs> that's so
0: weird. Wait, wait. This is the this is the Star Trek episode.
1: Yeah. This is the new season of Black Mirror? Last no,
0: season. that was last season. That was last season. Yeah. The actor's I'm name is Jesse I'm, Plemons. I'm very yes.
1: silly. Whoops. Uh, but basically, at the end, they figure out a way to trap him in there. And then they, the well, the versions of them inside the game, so not the real people, they find a way to get into the actual game. And so then they live out their existence in the actual game, which mm. is kind of cool. Yeah. So, like, so it's like a nice happy ending for them. Yeah. And then um, the new one with, with Miley Cyrus' character is actually a happy ending as well. Which yeah. I felt like was a huge analogy for how she feels about her career right now. I uh, think so too. Yeah.
0: Did it focus on Miley Cyrus as Miley Cyrus uh, as they, a pop star where she yeah. has no control? Oh, her name oh. is gotcha. Ashley O in All the right. in the gotcha. show. Gotcha. Yeah. But it's gotcha.
1: like she's a she's basically who Ashley is
0: playing herself. Yeah, yeah. that's her, cool. Her, I like that.
2: Her aunt is her manager, and she's controlling every aspect of what she does until she's like twenty five. Yep. And there's these little like robot dolls. That she sells with her sort of like construct. Yeah. And she is somehow. Her aunt puts her in a coma pretty much. And her. One of her avatars is one of the little toy robots that wasn't recalled because of battery issues apparently in the
1: show. Well, I think she. I, I was. I was. Um, what's the word? Speculating that they were recalled for that exact reason. Because if someone unlocked the rest of it, then you would have another version of her that could possibly save her. And that's exactly what happens.
2: Yes. Plus they were also able to like find music and to her head.
1: Yeah, yeah. I didn't fully understand how that worked, but I was like, whatever, this isn't like the most troubling thing. I had a question in this episode, yeah. but like, <laughs> yeah, basically she's in a coma and somehow they think she's still composing music. So they like dig into her brain and like pull out notes and start composing music while she's in a coma and then sell that while she's in a coma. It's really fucked up.
0: I, I like that. I like it on the on the pure like just scientific yeah. fantasy aspect. Yeah, of exactly. That. Like, we stole the music literally. Well, out I love of the
1: little head. board that he's working at because it's like she's like, yeah, do this, and then he like does that, like pushes a little knob. She's like, do that, and he like turns something else. But like that's it, and that's totally not how those panels work. Yeah. so it was like he was just doing shit like, just like pressing the pad right the universal whatever. soundboard <laughs> yeah it was like some crazy universal soundboard that they were working with yeah. um, the one thing yeah.
2: i i kind of thought was interesting is they they use nine inch nails they did well and w- her like famous song yeah that she was doing it was head like a hole but they used it as a pop song but then at the end of the episode they actually do head like a hole with her singing it which is
1: well basically what was happening is she was feeling like she didn't want to be that specific kind of artist anymore she didn't want to do pop music anymore and like wanted to shift her music but her aunt was like nope we're not doing that so she like heavily sedates her or drugs her basically and puts her into the coma so that she stays in the coma until she's 25 and takes out all of those songs and so she keeps doing that but then these two girls who still have one of those little robots they unlock the rest of the consciousness on that robot which is just another version of ashley O, and so she's like i gotta go save myself and so they're like okay so they help her break into the house to save her but then this stupid little robot tries to kill her <laughs> like unplugs the fucking thing and then you find out that she was just in a coma and she wakes up after that you thought like she was dead for like 30 seconds and then she wakes up and they're like oh fuck we got to get out of here and then they escape they go confront the ant, and then at the end of the episode uh it's miley cyrus's character ashley O playing like at some like had like a bar home. venue yeah. where she's playing rock music and like shifted her entire thing. She's playing with the girls that saved her. And it's like a nice happy that's ending. Pretty cool. Yeah. So I was like, it's a cool ending, but it was like, that was totally an analogy. It's not
0: black mirror though.
1: No. That's why I watched the first, like, like the, the that, yeah. newest season. I was like, this has nothing to do I want with
0: my soul crushed When I watch black mirror, it felt like it could be a... <laughs> real, yeah. you feel me. You judge.
1: I know what you're talking about. It feels like a we're lost. both doomers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real. <though. laughs>
2: It's a lost episode of Hannah Montana where she wants. It to... It really
1: was, honestly. Like, I think that's why she was so interested in it. Is like she was able to kind of play out how she might actually be feeling about her career. Oh wow! Because she's like she's been wanting to shift her music for a long time. Or just time. pop stars in general,
2: like people of celebrity yeah, status who definitely, who have this persona that they build for the stage and for an audience, pretty much. And her personal life is sort of scrutinized.
1: So. Yeah. This is a really good time to move on to Love Death and Robots. We're not going <clears> to
2: <throat> talk about the last like other
1: episode. Of oh, you're talking about I didn't like it. But like we should talk about it because it's like um I feel like that one could be soul crushing for some people, honestly. Do you want to explain what happens?
2: Basically, the actor who played Moriarty from the Sherlock Holmes, <laughs> yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch He is an Uber Lyft driver, and he's in this support group on people who have passed in their lives, pretty much. Yep. And he's trying to get, like, someone who works at this company that's kind of like Facebook called Smithereens and who's run by the CEO, Mark Zuckerberg, who's played by Tover Grace. Yep. And he's just... I think it's more of like him confessing that he was addicted to his phone while driving pretty much. Yeah. Cause he tries to hold this pain inside of him where he was looking at his phone and put it more on the drunk driver that.
1: Yeah. Well, so, so like I felt like they were definitely trying to send a message about people being addicted to their phones because this, uh this social media company that, um, that is like a main part of the story uh, is sort of like, "Quote unquote," the reason why his wife dies, and so he's driving late at night with his wife. Um, and he looks down at his phone real quick to look at a notification, and then a drunk driver hits them head on, and that like instantly kills his wife. But he believes that the reason why she died is because he looked at his phone, and so he wanted to tell the CEO of the company, just he just wanted to tell him like you need to figure something out, like change the way that you're doing the social media because it can be dangerous to people. And that's all he wanted to do but in order to do this he's trying to kidnap someone who works for the company so that he can like basically bribe who's just an intern yeah much. which is funny because it, it ends up being just an intern and like they don't care about him but like <laughs> well they sort of do but like it doesn't work out well for him and then he like gets stuck in like a police standoff where he's like i want to talk to um what is his name billy something billy bauer billy bauer who and is, is very the CEO. irish i want to talk to billy bauer right <laughs> Right, and so he just—that's the whole episode. He's demanding to speak to him, and then when he finally does, he explains that—that's the reason why his wife died, and that he's just gonna. Until forget, he yeah. plays
2: Billy Bauer, who's like the Mark Zuckerberg,
3: Steve yeah. Jobs, of- who's
1: actually like a pretty nice dude. He's not like a terrible CEO who like fucking hates people, like so like he actually tries to help him. And so, towards the end of the episode, he tells him this is why his wife died, and then. He's the CEO of the company is like, is there anything I can do for you? Like anything, like so that you don't kill yourself because he wants to kill himself after telling him what had happened. Um, Even like uh, the intern is trying to stop him from right. killing himself. Right, the guy who got kidnapped is trying to stop him from killing himself. And so the only thing that's important in the episode is way early in the episode, he meets another woman he was at therapy with who he then hooks up with. And then he finds out that his uh, her daughter committed suicide and that... Um, they She's weren't trying to get her. Yeah, account. they weren't allowing her to get onto her social media uh, site to like see what her last messages were because it would give the mom some closure. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the film, the guy is like, "Actually, yeah, you can unlock this person's profile for her daughter," and she gets the call and like is able to go into her profile. But then you don't find out whether or not he killed himself. It
2: just it just now, ends. Well they had a clear shot pretty much like how many times did they try to shoot him? Like three, four times. But it's least? like,
1: it's movie rules. You didn't see him die. <laughs> like, I, so like, I was so conflicted about that, but I guess because they did like a gunshot sound. So you can assume he got shot.
2: Yeah. Like there's always like the problem I find with like even TV and movies is where they just do the
1: fade to black. I hate that shit. Yeah. Which is I'm like, not a fan of the fade to black and like not explaining anything.
0: Unless, unless it's like, art, there's an artistic reason why they're fading right. to black. If you're just doing it because you couldn't fucking figure out how to end your shit, I come on, man. Like yeah. get a different job. Like, I right.
2: Also, <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that Tover Grace's character took the moment of his like whole meditation of ten days to get away from technology and the modern world, right? And then he goes back to his meditation right after. Yeah,
1: he, literally right after he found out that that whole event happened. Which is also why I kind of assumed that he didn't get killed because he may have just been captured because that doesn't seem like the kind of guy who would just go back normal to that because he was pretty distraught. Yeah. Like through the episode where he was like, no, dude, you you don't need to kill yourself. So I don't think he would just go back to meditation after the guy just killed himself. But there's no way to be sure. And I think that was the point.
2: So it was just a very ambiguous.
1: Yeah, super ambiguous ending, which is annoying for me. But it was like, after watching the other two and I was just like, this is nothing like black mirror i was kind of like disappointed with the newest season regardless they're still good stories like it's worth watching if you don't know anything about black mirror but don't start there (laughs) don't start on the first season (laughs) yeah definitely um yeah man shit those are really good yeah black mirror in itself is a really good um series when it comes to tying in technology um in some ways it's very prominent and it's the reason why these (laughs) stories unfold but in others it's sort of Plays a side role to everything else that's happening in the story. And so there's like, there's some movies that do that.
0: It's uh, our, our modern dystopia. It's this generation's modern dystopia. Yes. It plays upon fears that I think everybody has the fear of being watched, the fear of technology overtaking our lives, and like sometimes us like melding with it. And, and, you know, and all the other fears that could get could come out of it, you know, you know, and whatnot, like, uh, like,
1: it definitely you know, plays a lot fears. of people's fears mm-hmm. for that for specifically to make you feel a certain way. And then to sort of be wary of connecting in certain ways, especially with the new technology, like the ways that we're pushing forward with some of these, how potentially toxic they can end up being for people.
2: I'd like to just like kind of like segue in from Black Mirror to Love Death and Robots is if anybody really likes Black Mirror or just Twilight Zone esque anthologies, I suggest someone goes and watch Electric Dreams, which is based off of Philip K. Dick's short stories where he did like do yeah An- yeah like do androids dream of electric sheep, uh, Scanner Darkly, Man in the High Castle, which are very familiar. Like Blade Runner is his most popular of adapted works, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So or Total Recall or man in the high castle but if i kind of prefer electric dreams a little bit more myself because i feel like it's not completely like a fatalist point of view this is
1: the father son in the desert right or is this a different one you're thinking of
2: it's an anthology show
1: Yeah, the specific episode when this... uh, Not
2: not any particular episode, but I'm just just suggesting out there for listeners. Oh, I see. I misunderstood. No, it's all good. (laughs) It's like,
0: oh, no.
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) I rewatched some of Love, Death, and Robots today. I went back and chose specific episodes that I really liked. Um, One of the main ones was uh, Sucker of Souls. Which is basically a short story about uh, some archaeologists and some mercenaries finding Dracula.
0: Oh yes, that's a good one. I love the art style on that one. Yeah, a lot really, really minimalist, but yep. like, but really ac- action packed and visceral.
1: Brightly colored blood. Yeah, that just like spewed everywhere. Yeah. colored. Yeah, yeah. It was, like really, really like a specific color. And, I also uh, like
2: that they take the liberties with Dracula because yeah. I feel like you lock down Dracula too much in like the romantic vampire.
1: They sort of showed, like, uh, they had, like, a they paid, like, some tribute to his image by having his shriveled version look like Dracula, like, yeah, long black until hair. until he turns into a giant, yeah. like, version. Jacked. Of, yeah. <laughs> after he, t- after he takes in some blood, he gets, like, this super crazy creature that starts turning One thing out. I did
2: like about, um, what was it called? The episode? Uh,
1: let me double check. Sucker, Sucker of, of Souls. Souls. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, obvious. Uh, it's like the descent if anyone has seen Neil Marshall's The Descent where these group of women go yeah, go underground movie. and they ha- they're going to get away from the Oh, you're right, yeah. their problems from yeah. the world that they've kind of carried with them and there's these underground vampires pretty much. That's what it re- totally reminded me of but with guns like aliens pretty much.
1: Uh very claustrophobic cuz they're like in like a mine shaft basically. Um so like there's just not very many exits out. Or oh, they were, like, in ruins. He shows yeah, a underground map. underground ruins. Yeah, he yeah. shows a map at some point. Um, my favorite thing about that episode was the that Dracula hates cats, and that's, like, their only defense. He, like, holds a cat up, and he was like, oh, fuck, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <I can't laughs> like, scurries cats. away and is, like, not dealing with it. But it, he's speaking in Romanian. I wonder what he's saying. Yeah. It's, so, like, someone could probably translate is Isn't
2: it. he, like, um, afraid of cats in the Bram Stoker,
1: like, Francis Ford or I Coppola movie? I believe so, yeah. Um, I think because they're, like, protectors of the underworld. And so they end up being, like, gatekeepers in some way. But, like, there's so many different reasons why he could be scared of cats. <laughs> but that particular one was really funny. I liked it. And it sort of gave you, like... That's, like, when I want to yeah. see a sequel happen. Oh, man, I wish they did more of that. But I i don't think anyone escapes in that one. I think they all die at the end. Possibly. They get surrounded by, like, a bunch of other ones. A horde of them, like, yeah. they
2: accidentally ran into the hive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also, I, I sort of I feel like going to my last few classes at state and then watching a few different horror films, I got more appreciation for shorter films because of how distilled and concentrated they have to be with their writing and with like what they're showing you. Like nothing is wasted in a short film. So like every single bit that they're showing you is important and like rewatching it showed it to me even more like how like certain details about what you're looking at like make sense. For what's going to happen in it so like um like there's another one called uh beyond the aquila rift and that it's... was a m- favorite of mine yeah Just the twist of it that was so good
0: oh oh no when like when the ship like changes into like the fleshy alien form yeah it's yeah. like taking over yeah. its, it's a mind. nest oh, i love that shit what
2: it's pretty much a nest like yep. a yeah. nest floating out in space and it's Sucks a spider spaceships woman. Who he's having sex with, I'm assuming. Mental sex. He's
0: having mental sex with her.
1: Yeah. It's like all in his mind. She's having him like feel the sensations and whatnot, I guess.
0: If you want to see what I really look like, you wouldn't (laughs) love me. Uh, She kind (laughs) of says that. She's like, you're not ready for that. Yeah.
1: And like, he's like, no, you got to show me and like tries to do that. He tries
2: to break from her bonds pretty much, like the mental bonds that she's holding against him. And even, like, one of his crew members knows better that what's going on, but she's, like, always trying to put her back to sleep, like, going into this comatose state, pretty much. And the thing I think what works about horror is that it's short and sweet and to the point you don't have to,
1: like, really expand on horror all that much. Right. Like, tell it in, like... It's a really nice uh, re-imaging of, like, certain sci-fi stories where it's, like, you're getting that... um, That unknown creature, species, whatever, alien, like, taking over.
0: Cosmic horror. It is a bit.
1: Yeah. Like, Event Horizon
2: is, like, one of my favorite cosmic horror movies because it's a gothic horror. Like, it's an old classic haunted house horror movie in space, pretty much. Yeah. And I always feel like with horror movies, you don't need to stretch that taffy so thin, which I feel like some things do. Yeah. Like don't overtell things. But. Oh
1: yeah, for sure. These were all like really straightforward stories and they didn't have to get too complex for it to have like a real effect on how you're feeling. Like with the with like the Dracula one, even though we all know the Dracula story, there wasn't the point of the story. The point of it was them trying to escape. And like so you get a lot of uh a lot of feeling when at the beginning cuz it starts off with them running away. So it starts in the middle of like the action and then it goes back and tells you kind of how they found him. And then goes back to them escaping, and whether or not they can escape, and then giving you the idea that cats are like sort of a repellent kind of gives you a bit of hope for them to escape the situation. But it's like it's pretty dire. Like it kind of remind me
2: something from Hellboy a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah, it definitely had that vibe where they like, have like from the Hellboy items.
2: comics pretty much where he has this like accoutrements of a like something that goes against this monster that this monster cannot stand. And pretty much it's like what happens in like brothers Grimm's tales where, yeah, exactly. Like old world stories that we don't, we kind of take for granted of, I feel.
1: Yeah, and it's a cool way to kind of bring those stories back around to create a new re-imaging of it for like a new generation. Of, so that was cool. Uh, yeah, that's, that's. I like that. That's a good reading of that, especially with the, like the mythic items that they end up using, which Hellboy is like he definitely uses a lot of those. Mm-hmm. Um, did you guys ever? Did you guys watch the new movie? I liked it. I've not movie. seen the new one. I haven't seen the new one, but I heard people. didn't I'm the only like one it.
2: here who can say I like the movie. Yeah,
1: I I suspect I will like it because of the way the direction that they chose with it. Uh, um, before you too stuck with Ron Perlman, is why they didn't like it.
2: Yeah. Well, can I just say stuff about the new Hellboy movie? Yeah, fine.
1: I'll go, I'll watch it eventually. Later. Okay.
2: <laughs> well, this is a movie which obviously they didn't finish the third, get to the third movie with Guillermo del Toro and Ron Perlman doing it. And Guillermo del Toro was off doing like Hobbit and other movies pretty much. And then Ron Perlman was still waving the flag. let finish this movie because it was the third movie to kind of bookend this story pretty much and neil marshall had his vision of a movie but this was also i guess a studio compromised movie pretty much uh excuse me but there's gonna be apparently a whole nother hellboy series and bprd series on netflix happening so i'm pretty
1: excited about that is the original creator gonna be a part of it too he's like just getting all of it yeah because he was involved with both movie versions, I I would,
2: I would imagine he would be involved because that's his own creation, that's yeah, his sure. own baby and stuff. So I don't see him like not being involved with it.
1: I like the guy that they chose for Hellboy in the new one,
2: David Harbor. Yeah. Well, he's pretty much like Hellboy and Stranger Things to me. Like, yeah,
1: <laughs> really though. Like, he like also looks really like I liked the his image that they created for the new movie. Like, he looks very close to how he looks in the comics.
2: Yeah, he looks more like he's out of a heavy metal magazine. Yeah, Yeah, that's accurate. Much. Like, yeah, and accurate. it's mostly he has those years of fighting monsters. Yep. So
1: he's not like flawless like Ron Perlman's version. Yeah, he looks like <laughs> he looks
0: like he looks like a like a no, he looks like a warrior. Like, someone that, like, has taken a few hits in the face. You yep. Know? He's, got
1: the, he's got the Frank
2: Frazetta, like, yeah. on top of all these pile of monsters. And he's standing on top with his flamed horns and crown.
1: Yeah. That that looked like a cool shot. So, I definitely want to watch it. And I'm going to watch it with, like, not a whole lot of expectations. And I think it'll work out fine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> kind of back to the Soul Sucker. Yeah. Um, I've never really been big into the whole romantic vampire
1: like the basically the pretty vampires.
2: Yeah, like interview with a vampire yeah. or just like I'm going to dance with you in the moonlight right. and make sweet vampire love <laughs> too. Kind of vampires. Insert twilight
1: joke. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for Robert Pattinson being Batman to be
1: honest. He looks pretty legit. I'm not going to lie. Like he's done other roles where he was really good. He beefed up for the role. I think he might do alright. Anybody's the, better than Ben Affleck honestly. With, with I actually like Ben <laughs> I'm just Affleck. Kidding. I know. <laughs> He was a bomb in Phantoms, Yeah, I don't like Ben Affleck for some reason. I think it's just me, personal.
2: I think it's... I couldn't see why, but go ahead, Mitch.
0: With with all of these roles coming up that people are sort of iffy about because we're not sure how these actors are going to handle these roles and whatnot, I think the best opinion that you can have, the best, most educated, moral (laughs) opinion you can have is I'm going to wait until it comes out and watch it. No matter what I say after this about what I think, I will always believe that I will just see when it comes out and then I will know.
1: That's the best way. That's the best way. I'm really excited to see Joaquin Phoenix play the Joker.
0: Yes. I'm actually, I'm down I'm for actually that. pretty
1: excited about that. Did you ever watch her?
0: Yes. That's the fucking my, my did you, did, sad fucking movie. It is. This is so it sad. It is so sad. <laughs> but anyway, wait. So we are still on we're still on on Love Death and Robots. Yeah, because we only are. talked about one episode. Oh yeah, no, we're <laughs> and gonna keep like going. Oh, yeah. plethora of them. So, I would like to bring up one of them.
1: Is it the suits
0: one? Is it the suits one? No, not yet. We'll talk about Starcraft Farm Simulator. Right, exactly. Later <laughs> because that's like uh, that's not really horror. It can't be. It's kind of more fun and action.
1: I'm stretching it's the limits of like what's aliens. included in horror for that yeah. one, but I get it. Did
0: you it. did you see that one, Eddie? the The Starcraft
2: Farm Simulator one. I been all Love Death and Robots because I love animation. Yeah, yeah and phenomenal. I love science fiction and horror and fantasy and yeah. heavy metal. It's all magazine. wrapped up. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because this show was like made for me in a way. And yep. <laughs> David Fincher and Tim Miller working together on a production. Like I've always loved David Fincher. On no because matter they do. Uh, I couldn't tell you at the top of my head. Yeah, I don't
1: remember which ones they were in. Or which ones they Name sounds Names
0: super familiar, though.
2: But, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you definitely. obviously know David Fincher from Fight Club and yeah. Seven and yep. Zodiac. And there we go. Three. Yeah. There we go, Daddy. That's why. And, <laughs> there we go. We got
0: you. <laughs> and, <laughs>
2: and Tim Miller, he did the first Deadpool movie. Yeah. And he's done animated stuff. Like, he's talking about doing the Goon um, adaptation.
0: The Goonies? No, what? the goon. Oh, the goon. The goon. Excuse me. I was like, "Why are the goonies?" Excuse me. Yeah, the goon
2: is a uh, it takes place in this prohibition era with zombies. It's like Goodfellows meets Army of Darkness, pretty much. That's how you can best describe. Oh my it. god,
1: <laughs> Goodfellas meets Army of Darkness. I'm that, in. That, that could be. That could be really good. <laughs> that actually. sounds legit. Yeah. What is uh? What's the episode you wanted to mention though?
0: Oh, so so there's two of them. There's um the werewolf one, the military werewolf it's one, called
1: shapeshifters.
0: Shapeshifter. Shapeshifters, and then the other one is the uh, the one with the the Russian soldiers that are holding off all the ghouls.
1: Uh, the secret war
0: that was also super awesome. I, like I liked that. both of those because that one dealt with the same. See, the secret war dealt with the same sort of thing that Chernobyl deals with, where they're yes. like keeping this. It, you can assume based upon what they call that and then how they talk about it in the episode that yeah. they're hiding the fact that these ghouls exist from the rest of the world. It's like a problem that the the Russians uh have committed some horrible. No, it's the Nazis that did it. Like Hitler committed like an awful act, I think. Yeah, they were hunting it's down the Hitler's remainder. Fault. Yeah.
1: They're hunting down the remainder of like his crazy like Ghoul experiments crazy. that yeah. have like borrowed into the ground. Uh but like There's they pretty some... much like bomb the whole area at the yep, end of it cuz they much. don't want to keep it under wraps. Yep. That was a good one. That was, that a was really good. That was one. a good one, yeah. Yeah, it played out really well.
0: I really like shapeshifters, too, because uh, werewolves are so often, like, I don't know, werewolves have, like, a weird history now. Like, yeah. a weird history. I have a weird history in horror, in my opinion. Because there's, like, you have, like, I was the teen werewolf. Like, you have, like, you have <laughs> yeah. shit like that that happened that kind of, like, kinda teen kinda wolf. Sh- yeah, like Team or, war, like, like uh, just Underworld.
1: A, I think it was the other yeah, one. Yeah, Underworld that, that also.
0: I mean, Underworld's not not lame though. No. Underworld's dealt with the clans and I it's actually like Underworld and thought it was kind of cool. I liked seeing like the little political dynamics uh, kind of a little bit Yeah, they, I, they had like, well, like a hierarchy. Than, yeah. Yeah. Before Twilight.
1: That. It was before Twilight.
0: Yeah, I mean I will never ever fucking like that series.
1: Like I The just Twilight not, series?
0: I just won't. Yeah. No, nope, I just cannot.
1: I will
2: it's say, not written for us. It, is, no, it was written not. by like twin girls who really like these deep romantic dark well, fantasies.
1: She's commented and said that she, she did have a specific audience, but then it got a really big image change when it got taken to the the film. To, this, to the to like the big screen. Yeah. But the first Twilight movie is actually not a terrible movie. I'll go ahead and say that.
0: I, I do I all right I will all right I will say like under the her, guise of I the, the that I was going on a date with someone in order to go see this movie right. I agreed to go watch it with her on a date yeah and I wasn't a big a big asshole about it I was like all right that's cool we'll just go sit down and watch the movie and I remember not being completely terrible, right. like being like this is god awful like it's I remember the rest not being of them
1: that, them that are terrible and you want to know why it's terrible because they changed directors uh, yeah so hmm. the original director had actually a really good adaptation for the story itself because yeah. the story is not terrible yeah it's like not the most terrible thing you've ever heard no but then all. when it got taken in and became a really popular like tween movie is when it really like we're like this is fucking awful and you didn't want to see anything else about it it was kind of like um uh the hunger games they changed that into a teen story when there was like literally children eating each other in the books yeah. so like i don't know how they got there but like they fucked up that story and i'm sure she's upset about it because like there was basically like a battle royale for kids and like they changed it into something that was much different with, uh, what's your name? Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Cool. I don't really like, but like, that's a whole different story.
0: Um, so yes we have we have so that. werewolves yeah werewolves yeah exactly and it was kind of cool <laughs> to see them like in like a military aspect like like yes. like seeing like a genetic like like you have the sci-fi take on a horror monster
1: they were incorporated and into the into the military yeah as, like, in the military and, and it was a very
0: modern like a very modern setting that yes. was like modern like the current wars yeah. that are going on yep. it was very modern and very applicable to that and that i found very interesting and entertaining they
1: still they still separated them though they mm-hmm. were, like, they Segregated. Still, yeah, they segregated them, and they were, like, lower in some way. Like yeah. They were, like, a sub. The rest of the truce
0: saw them as, like, because they, they, they were gifted, they were not as good. Yeah,
1: They call them
2: dog soldiers. That's it. And it was... Did you guys ever watch the movie Dog Soldiers?
1: I don't think so. No?
2: All right, think of it like aliens with werewolves, pretty much. <laughs> it's done by the same director who did The Descent, Neil Marshall. Okay. And he also did episodes of, like, Westworld and Game of Thrones. And the... It's a like these soldiers are stuck in this house and there's these werewolves swarming. And the things I love about, like, I think I like about werewolves is just they became werewolves instantly. They didn't take another month, like, for the next moon cycle to, for them to become, like, an American. Yeah,
0: they just turn their change on whenever they want to.
3: Yep.
2: Well, just, like, during that full moon cycle, they just became those werewolves just instantly. Like, if you got bit, it's like, zombies it was like 28 days later pretty much with werewolves
0: oh wow crazy except they're all just like these people like then when the moon comes on they all just turn and then come after everybody yeah there's a lot of familiar
2: faces in the movie for sure it's a dark comedy for sure i highly recommend dog soldiers Mm -hmm. um for reviewing and the descent like watch both of those movies together yeah, the descent another.
1: is a really really good movie. If you
2: want a complete like guy flick watch dog soldiers if you want a complete chick flick watch the descent
1: chick so flick in the sense that all the characters are female and there's no men in this in the whole thing understood N- not like a not like romantic comedy chick flick. <laughs> yeah, not like yeah, not exactly. <laughs> yeah. If you want
0: like if you want like against if you want like a group of girls against a horde of monsters they're badass. then the descent. It's a good, like, and then if you yeah. want like a group of guys against a horde of monsters, yeah. then watch then watch um dog soldiers. Yeah? Is that yeah. One? okay? Totally. Sick.
2: Well, not to like say pigeonhole women who like romantic comedies or whatever. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like there's always some movies where you can watch like male and female dynamics and a horror a drama a comedy and see
1: how those I do like the idea that you're coming up with a hit of of renaming chick flick and changing the meaning <laughs> I like it it works yeah. yeah you could do something like that like, where you're like no this just, doesn't mean the same yeah, thing anymore yeah. it just
0: means that the whole, all the main characters are girls that's it it's a yeah. chick flick <laughs>
1: You know. <laughs> it's not like a negative connotation where yeah. it's like people are uh, not wanting to watch a specific kind yeah, of Yeah, because film. it's it might be yeah. girly. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think alien mm. and
2: aliens are a complete chick flick.
1: Yeah. Fuck yeah. They had like a, a main female lead, especially during that time uh, period too. Yeah. She Chaguri uh, Chaguri the, the xenomorph is
2: kinda a female all on her own too. Yes.
1: There's a really big analogy about having children, whether or not you want to. Well,
2: Giger them. always like <laughs> Yeah. That's what aliens gets into.
0: Aliens also gets into, like, the the idea of motherhood as well. Like, heavily. With the little girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just parenthood in
1: general. Dang.
0: (laughs) Really trying to, like, gender neutral everything. I understand.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like to go by (laughs) Zimmerzer. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) But back to shapeshifters. (laughs) Yes. I love it because it's dog soldiers, pretty much in the Middle East. It's like Hurt Locker, but with werewolves. Yeah.
1: I also like the way it ended. Yeah. With him yep. being like, "Fuck you guys! I'm not going to do this anymore." Yeah, and, and he like, just dips. just leaves yeah. because uh, I think his best friend gets killed. Yeah. Right. And then they don't do by anything the terrorists. About it. They don't the yes. bin
2: Laden like terrorists. Well, he
1: goes and fights another werewolf. Yeah. He fights the main like werewolf. Yeah. Terrorist. That was badass. That werewolf fight. Yeah. That was a cool. That was a cool scene.
0: Yeah. Cool shit.
1: Was there any other? love death and robots episodes you wanted to mention
0: uh i would like to mention um the three robots episode which yes. is just not horror in yeah. any way but yeah, it yeah. is comedy gold and it would make picks it's like pixar's wet dream what is for uh... like for like nihilistic comedy <laughs> what is like, the what is the
1: story what happens
0: it's just three robots going through like a, like basically it's like humanity has has become extinct and it's three robots going through and just looking after basically they're I, like tourists yeah, yeah they're like tourists observing the aftermath and what the humans did and what was their life like and and
1: they everything. also have access to like somewhat of a database where yeah they know like there's like a house like
2: supercomputer who's the female and yes. there's like the baby caretaker who is so like jovial and optimistic <laughs> and the like the next generation of xbox Yeah, sort of who actually awesome. plays with you yeah, yeah. <laughs> i love that <laughs> I think that's one that needs to get a sequel. Like, out of I, I, I just of want that. like a full movie of that. Yeah,
0: that'd be great. Please write it. Yeah, <laughs> um, the- I, I feel like this this show, like, like well, um, I would also like to mention um, the uh, the the Starcraft Farm Simulator. Yes, which I forget what it's actually called. It's called Suits. It's called Suits, yes. And that's the one with the farmers that adopt the suits um, when the swarm of basically bugs comes mechs. to attack. <laughs> yeah, they're basically mechs. But all the characters remind me of, like, StarCraft characters. Yeah. Like, they all just remind me of, like, guys you'd find, like, in the StarCraft ships and the, for the, on the Terran side. Fighting against the Zerg. And the Zerg are just those little guys yep. coming through. Yeah. That's why I say StarCraft Farm Simulator because it is pretty funny.
1: They're not, they're <laughs> not stereotypes. I'm trying to think of what the other descriptor is um it's like a kind of character they're archetypes yeah exactly you yeah it's exactly. like they're like specific kind of people like you have like the older woman who is like really badass old lady she's probably yep. like doesn't have a husband like mm-hmm. she's just grown old but like yep. is still using the mech and everything and then all the other characters but it's still weird because it's like they're farmers so yeah like they, they sound super country they're like like they live in the middle of the united states or something yeah but it's like another planet with being overrun oh, yeah, by aliens. yeah,
0: exactly. I love I love the um and then you've got like you've got like the skinny engineer that's obsessed with his gun that he's working on his ship. Yep. And then you've got like the stoic stalwart like leader character yep. who's just like "I'll sacrifice myself for everything." sort of idea. Nice. And it's um it's good they and they flipped a few of those tropes too during it. And that was kind of yeah. that was really fun and I liked that. It, it kept me guessing. If for something like that I will not it's not predictable.
1: It's only 17 minutes long too. Yeah. And it's, it's yeah, like
0: so good. And it's so good. I love it. And you just, and then like, and in, in conclude my like, my closing thoughts on the whole show, not to end anyone else's thoughts are mm-hmm. basically that the love, death and robots gives me everything. I didn't know that I wanted. <laughs> Yeah, And like it, it literally every episode, I'm just like, I want a whole movie of this. Yeah, Can you please, ex- make please more. keep rocking this? Show? The first episode had the, uh, one of the greatest twists ever in yeah. it. And like twist after twist after. And I love shit like that. Uh, Um, It's
1: been approved for a second season. So there will will be a second season. So another set. I didn't even know that. I just like pissed my pants right now. They're going to get some of the same people. And then they're going to get new people. And and it might be a little bit more episodes. So maybe like 25 to 30 episodes. Yeah. It's going to be legit.
2: I'm going to
0: Macaulay Culkin and like.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. The full face like.
0: (gasps) So does anybody else have any final thoughts about.
1: I have to mention the episode called Zima Blue. Oh, yes. Because of how, like... I feel like Andy Tarkovsky did that episode, but it's not It's exactly him. in his art style. Like, that's, like, almost exactly Like, it, it was a
2: Samurai Jack episode yeah. in a way, but it didn't need Samurai Jack at all. No. But I love that there was this artist who evolved his art. Yes. Like, and himself. And when he finally went to the final phase, and art, it's like Andy Warhol of art oh, or, <laughs> we talked
1: about anywhere
2: on this podcast <laughs> or basquit like those artists where they kind of like meet the final like frontier of their art pretty oh, much. His, and they the go back to the beginning great
1: so like basically you start this story and it gives you the impression that you've you're meeting this artist who is trying to find like the meaning Behind his art, behind why he enjoys doing it, and like his sort of quest for figuring out his existentialism, and he keeps going. He's trying to figure it out. He's modifying his body. He modifies his body so much that he can go into like extreme harsh conditions without a suit. So he goes and like explores the cosmos and starts making this uh, blue that he starts including into and his keeps painting. Keeps modifying his body. Yeah, too. he keeps making it bigger and bigger until eventually he just starts making these huge panels of this Zima blue. And then you find out towards the end of it, he explains to a reporter that's with him that he used to be—he's uh, an AI, he's a robot. He's a and cleaner he, robot. He was originally a pool cleaning robot that was yep. invented by a young girl, and then he kept getting upgrades so his AI got more advanced, and so he wanted to paint and learn the like the existence of life, and then his final piece, he basically unassemble like unassembles himself and turns himself back into that robot that cleans the pool, and he just stays forever in that pool cleaning it. And he found some solace in the simplicity of cleaning a pool. That was, like, what he had been looking for the whole time. Awesome. So, like, I don't know, 17 minutes of them condensing, like, that existential crisis into that single episode. I think it's even shorter than that. It's, yeah, it's like, It's, it's like, maybe,
0: like, an eight-minute episode. Yeah, like, I it don't, was so you know. good. Yeah, but... it's a fantastic. I, I love that.
2: But I think it also you need to look at, the, like, the simplicity of art. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And just, like, the art world on how people view it. Like, people will take, like, someone accidentally dropped their pair of glasses and people I think, love that one. Yeah, and people... Or you take the, the cross of Jesus Christ in a piss jar, pretty much. <laughs> uh, just, like, examples of just, like, what is art and what is trash to people. Right. And, or just, like, people have this view of art. What, But I think it's always a personal view. And then there's the world view of art, pretty yeah. much.
1: Uh, I think for this specific one, the reason why I liked it so much is because... Uh, the simplicity that he ends up at is really appealing for me for an aesthetic purpose. So whenever I want to make art, I do like simple and minimalistic things. And so that I feel like if I was ever to go on some sort of art journey where I was trying to figure out what art I wanted to make, it would end up in some place like that where the more simpler it is, the better it was for me because it's so, like, pure in its intention. And so I think that was sort of the, the thing he was getting at, too, at the end, where the Zima Blue is literally named after the little tile that was in the pool that he originally was in.
2: That was a color palette. Yeah,
1: that was the color that was in there. And he, it was the first thing he saw, so it was the thing that he put into everything. And then it was the last thing he saw oh
0: my god that makes it oh that's so much cooler now yeah. like it makes it like i thought I, I liked the episode already but then i just like totally passed over the fact that the color was the first thing that he saw and that's why it was all of his art pieces yeah he made it blue and then it was Zuma yeah blue.
1: and then ev- and then it consumed all of his art and then it was the last thing he wanted to see and then he just downgraded himself yeah. to a simple life of cleaning a pool where he even says that he can experience the um the joy of a job well done is what is the quote from the episode? I was like, "Shit!"
0: was before he fuck. would just create forever. Yeah, and oh, I was like, "This is so such cool. a good."
1: And he's gonna stay in that pool forever on that little island, like that's that's what he paid for. That's so cool. <laughs> so I was like, "Legit, that's so much to pack into a tiny little short story." Like that person was thinking big when they made that episode, and I I had to. I think that's what makes it
2: works too, because yeah, don't have to stretch that taffy so much.
1: No, it's a good point. Exactly what you were talking about earlier, where they had a theme and they stuck with it, and they didn't have to go too far into it.
0: I think think the the uh, the quote "brevity is the soul of wit" (laughs) applies here. That's a good quote. I like you know definitely like just being like being simplistic and to the point. Honestly, is like one of like even like me when I was writing music and stuff and like working with people, it was very like going to simplistic ideas were always the more you start off with a simple drum beat. And then you put over a simple riff over that. And then you do like a simple bassline over that. And then you, you know, you start from like a foundation and just simple, simple.
1: You know. Are these windows still open?
0: I think so. That one over there is. Whoops.
1: Well, before I let you guys go, I did have final questions. I do you got... have final thoughts before we go?
2: I still had to talk about a couple of my. Oh, shoot.
1: I'm so sorry. Oh, Eddie. It's okay. Go Is ahead. Rude. In, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> tell, us, tell us about the ones
2: you wanted to mention. Well, I liked all of it, but just the ones I wanted to talk about before we kind of like bookend this whole show, this yeah. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, the Witness was a good episode, I felt, because it was kind of like a Twilight Zone episode
1: Ooh. to me. Yeah, it's like a murder mystery kind of thing.
2: Yeah, but it was also interesting because there was also the... I know the animation style to... Spider-Verse is a little different from this episode. It's very close though. Yeah, it is. Cause, but it also feels like it's like a student film almost or like a very yeah. European style. Oh, okay. Sense of filmmaking.
0: And it looks like Borderlands.
3: Borderlands, like
1: the
0: Borderlands yes. artwork. The shell, that's what that's oh, what the witness shaded. reminds cell me shading. of. Yep, yeah. cell shaded yep.
2: Yeah, so that was one of my favorites cuz it was very just like this very cyclical kind of like it was going for a circle like
1: well or, you find I, out right that like they murdered each other and it just keeps happening yeah it won't stop it will keep yeah, going keep no matter witnessing what Witnessing
2: each other and then there's um when the yogurt took over
1: i fucking love oh, that wait a minute. Oh, the sentient God. yogurt yes yes <laughs> oh yes all right yeah. preach Mar- Maurice <laughs>
2: lamarche who voice narrates who's the voice yes. of pink of brain and pink in the brain, yep. and. Um, yeah,
1: that's why you awesome. knew his voice it was, like oh, so familiar.
2: He's also Calculon in Futurama. Yes. So, oh, but gosh. anyways, when the yogurt took over, it's the sentient yogurt pretty much. It's like <laughs> your plain bowl of vanilla yogurt and it's kind of reminded me of the the movie The Stuff. Did anybody watch The Stuff?
1: I did not. I did not. Yeah. Okay, it's so It's like two movies you mentioned we haven't seen.
2: Okay, so th- this was a movie during the 80s where it was like about consumerism and consumption. And how it was just piling up and becoming so much for us. Yeah, it's also like a blob movie, pretty much. Okay. So that's a movie I would recommend us watching sometime, just to talk about is the stuff. Okay. And where I that was like one, of, but what I liked about Love, Death, and Robots, I kind of prefer Love, Death, and Robots over Black Mirror.
1: Okay. Why? Um, why is that exactly?
2: Um, because they have short straight and to the point stories yeah they kind of have more range on what to work with like they can get experimental that's why i always liked animation is oh for sure animation always felt like experimental like uh, art form to me i would
1: say go watch the rest of black mirror and then i'll ask you the same question yeah, yeah. And we'll see how you feel about it then. Because the, the, there's a lot of variety in Black Mirror. Yeah, for sure. But I get what you're saying with pushing B- the limits on animation. But animation, I, there's a, I've there's
2: always been big into animation. And it was nice to get away from these whole... What I've noticed from current animation is we either go very like anime, like the very schoolgirl style, <laughs> yeah, and, or very weeboo style of animation, Wee-a-boo. or the very cutesy Disney style big eyes
1: yeah disney is sort of like trademarked the way that their stuff looks (laughs) like there's just no even pixar has kind of fallen into that Yeah, exactly
2: and i always felt like pixar was going to go a little
0: bit different direction than what
1: i will say the go go ahead i
0: I always wonder why didn't why didn't overwatch ever catch like a lawsuit from pixar because they're fucking they're straight up art style on that game on overwatch looks straight up like it was out of a pixar movie
2: like incredibles maybe
1: yeah like definitely like, like Brad Bird
2: style. I don't. I don't think you can entirely. Yeah, you like,
1: can't. You can't see someone. Yeah, yeah. That.
3: No, I know that you can't. But I'm but just I like. Uh, uh,
0: but 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 considering who Disney is,
2: yeah. like
3: <laughs> they would
0: right. If anyone's like gonna would. sue you over if imaging they could, if they could, they would.
2: <laughs> but artists in any industry will copy each other. No yeah, more. for sure. Like they'll have this similar sensibility or similar like style mm-hmm. in a way. But in the uh, Love, Death, and Robots, it's heavy metal. It's a very, uh, like, heavy metal magazine.
1: Yeah, it's got a, good, a certain aesthetic. It's a they, European, uh, the very thing.
2: style, in a way. And it's got different sensibilities, I feel.
1: Um, I will say that they must have told all of them to use similar color palettes. I don't think there's an episode that stands out as uniquely colored, besides maybe the the Witness one, where they're in the city, and they have so many colors in that variation. But other than that they all use sort of the same dark color palettes. So they were trying to keep like a, a theme going throughout all of the anthology. So like in a way, like you mentioned before with the variety, it mm-hmm. is a true anthology of science of sci-fi of horror of anything else that they could include action. Yeah. Fantasy. Action. Just so many things that they packed into one, whereas, which I'm very curious yeah. what they'll do next for. Yeah. I wonder if they'll shift that. Maybe they'll change it into something different, but that would be cool.
2: I think it'll be the similar. It's going to be, David Fincher was gonna do like a heavy metal movie. Yeah. With like James Cameron oh, and Tenacious D and what? Robert, Whoa! Rod, Robert Rodriguez. Was
1: or is Is it like production hell? Like, like are they what not is doing it right it? now,
2: like Production Hell, I would say. Fuck that
1: yeah. Sucks. But that'd be so Damn. amazing if they did something but, like oh, that. Oh, it'll
0: get off the ground just wait. <laughs> Give it some time. Be patient. <laughs> dude, 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 here's here's the here's the funny thing. Currently, We have a bunch of old fucks that are basically running things at the moment. Yeah, they're about to eventually, when those people start dying off and like the creative direction of things starts getting into a new generation, people like us, art's gonna start changing. We're gonna be the next people. Art is already changing. Yeah, like I know that we talk about like under, like underrepresentation of people, but there's a lot of it going on at the moment, and it's because there's a bolstering voice for it. And there's like the public wants it, the public wants that to happen, and so it is happening slowly but surely. But that's, I don't know, that's, that I don't know, just a fun observation of mine is that.
1: Well, as people are creating and writing and creating that content, we're going to be right in the middle of a, of a shift change. Oh, yeah. So it's going to be really cool to be a part of that. And then so much so that it'll, like, this is one of those moments I think is going to get mentioned really heavily for, like, you doing film analysis and stuff. However many years later, they're going to mention a moment like this where there's, like, a huge shift things ending like you had mentioned like huge stories that are ending and now there's like this void that, that needs to be filled yeah, with indie exactly. stories. <laughs> and, and so like happening. this could be like within the next 10 years we're gonna get another we're gonna get another star wars we're getting another lord of the rings like someone's gonna make something that's epic and it's gonna be like really popular you just got to figure out who it is you were gonna say
0: well i i <laughs> you know that thing where you like lose your train of thought you have yeah. a thought and then you were just like alright well I'm letting John I call Matt it a brain up. fart and then you know it's gone um, I think that Love, Death, and Robots and it's diversity and variance and how it handles a lot of different subjects and a lot of different themes and a lot of different like cinematic like movements and whatnot and um, types of film is in a way kind of a renaissance of its own. And I feel like mm, it was just an yeah. inspiration in its own. So I think that we're going to have tons of artwork inspired by stuff like this, like Netflix and streaming services that are funding their own, uh, their own things. Man, Netflix um, has been doing that here's, for so here's long. Here's something, here's fucking fucking crazy. I just got an email from SoundCloud or from, uh, what's the other, what's the other one that Spotify? like, music? not Spotify. No, it's another one kind of, kind of like that though. Uh, SoundCloud, but yeah, I think it's SoundCloud anyway, but SoundCloud uh, sent me an email saying they're opening up a record store in oakland and so they're gonna sell record like 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 soundcloud records out of it so like imagine imagine record stores dying and then their streaming services picking up like the heft of all of that and then funding and then record stores come back because they start funding them because people still want the physical well copies they of definitely
1: things. tapped into the people who are still buying vinyl and yeah. so, like, it makes sense that they would be like, oh, this is going to make us a lot of money. Yeah, no. It's so just, why it's not just keep nuts. it alive?
0: I mean, it's not really too related to horror, but it's just, like, there's like there's stuff going on in, like, the media industry right, right. now where I think we're going to see a resurgence of, like, physical formats a little bit. Hell yeah. Because people still want them. People still like having their little collection of things. Like, if we look around all of my – if I look around at my house, and I'm sure Eddie's and then definitely John's, because right now I can look at it. You can see how <laughs> people love having physical things to display, like, the shit that they like. And people like having a big music fans, big fucking fat stack. call this Way. Yeah, exactly. In yeah. a way. And like a big stack of all their CDs that they've collected. You know, some of oh, them totally. are signed. They found this one at a record store over here that was used. And they all <laughs> have a story behind them. And the same for like DVDs and stuff like that. People have a whole
1: collection of them. And it's like. Oh, so, so in a way, the streaming service is kind of. depersonalize a lot of things but by by having the vinyl on the records they are going to personalize their own brand yeah
0: they can personalize their own brand exactly if they can start handling it that way and it's like it's nuts it's nuts it's crazy i can't imagine like if spotify is able to do deals with artists where they start putting up like their cds in their stores and stuff
1: holy shit but like a much cheaper version of that you don't have to like pay out however much just have it recorded
0: crazy ass tangent but it's just like but the same thing is happening with netflix now like they're sponsoring their own movies now like, right. I just watched a movie that was made by well, the, Netflix. Yeah. It's just made by it. Well,
1: that's how these people are getting their breaks. They're, like, they're meeting people who are Netflix representatives, and they're, like, yo, can you show this to somebody? And that's how they get discovered. They show, and they're, like, yeah, we'll make a deal, and they put it up on Netflix. And
0: people fucking have the, – Netflix has the income to throw at it, and the yeah. more ideas, the more new shit they come out with potentially going to draw in more crowds. I'm not sure.
1: Well, at the moment, it. they're trying to compete with the Disney-Fox merging, which is going to create its own streaming service. Oh, God. And then uh, I think Disney Amazon has one. What's that? Disney Plus. Yeah, they're about to pull like everything Disney owned and put it onto that streaming service.
2: And that, then we there's Amazon Prime and stuff. Yeah, and then
1: there's the Amazon Prime one.
2: Plus, there's I I don't know if like other like movie studios are gonna do their own like streaming.
1: I don't think they can compete. Against such a large corporation like Disney, so they may not, or they might make deals with them and be like, "We'll put our stuff on there."
0: Yeah, if they, I mean, but if if Disney pulls their stuff off of Netflix, there's still a ton of other stuff that might be. Happening. Oh yeah, I don't well, go
1: over to Netflix for Disney. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly, exactly. Like I don't. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I might, I might, I might be interested in their streaming service to rewatch some old fucking movies I haven't seen right. in forever. It sounds like fun. Whatever. I was, <laughs> <kind> of, <laughs> I was kind of bummed that they took the Marvel Knights series off of Netflix, though. Oh, what's
2: daredevil uh luke cage punisher defenders oh, jessica jones oh they did huh yeah uh, i think because when they were doing the whole fox disney merger or yeah. disney just like taking all these marvel co- characters
1: yeah that's right i didn't even think about that
2: yeah because that's what i was thinking that's why they were probably canceling those shows because they want right. those characters in the sandbox. Oh of the m c u in a way, Dang. but, but I always Me. felt like they were already connected in a way they yeah. were just like loosely connecting it and okay. i was I was really into some of those shows, and some they're ending Jessica Jones for a third season,
1: really, yeah, okay, but I couldn't get into Jessica Jones for some reason. how come uh I think they I had gotten too used to all the action and the other ones that like. Her uh, internal personal story was not too riveting for me, and then having the occasion—it's a noir fight. story. I yeah, I, very much is a noir story. Maybe if I uh, watched the second it a different season mindset.
2: is not that strong as the first one, mm. but I I always liked Daredevil because he was a different kind of Batman.
1: I loved Daredevil up until the very end, and then I was like, wow, I didn't like the last season.
2: What third season? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Well, I didn't. I'm gonna spoil it for people who haven't fucking seen it, but basically, he has a chance to kill. Kingpin to kill Kingpin, and he doesn't. Well, and I'm that's like, very Batman of him, and yeah, I'm like, this is Batman <laughs> shit, like, you've been beating up people this whole time. Matt like, Murdock has
2: always yeah. had this moral conundrum with himself, right? He's Catholic, he's a lawyer, yep. and then he's a vigilante, yeah, exactly. And there's this one man who's just standing.
1: Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong, it's exactly how his story should have went. I was just like, come on, dude, this guy's been tormenting me for how long, so, but Vincent yeah. Offer is so good, it's it why would've... I like the Punisher. Punisher uh, Punisher is, is just easy. The Punisher is up there on one of my favorites because he exacts all of his revenge. And I was like, yes, I am bloodthirsty for these movies. Please show me more. <laughs> That's exactly why I enjoyed it. You know it. what you're getting with The Punisher. Yeah, exactly. So I like how like, he was yeah. more
2: introduced in uh, Daredevil season two right? than uh, Spider-Man.
1: I, Look. <laughs> I,
0: just, I just want to talk about how awesome Luke Cage was. Yeah, that I like was Luke next Cage. on
1: my list of being like it was fucking amazing.
0: My, my, I think my favorite part, I, I remember more so the first season than the second. Yeah, but my favorite part of the first is the first one is where he rips off the car door and walks through the building to Wu Tang's bring the hu- yeah. bring the ruckus bring the motherfucking ruckus so good bring dude the oh my god I, I freaked out I was like I was like scene. I was like are you kidding me he's doing this shit right now yes. oh yes oh my god dude, I was they had so out.
1: many good musical guests on that yes. show they had fucking Raphael Sadiq on there <laughs> hell yeah dude. in the club oh singing yeah. like what the hell super
2: awesome <laughs> Judea. Uh, My problem with season two of Luke Cage, though, is just, it's a contrast to the whole Luke Cage character. Yeah, it was
1: really bad. They also put Jamaicans as, like, the villains. And, like, I don't know why you would make a move like that. Just to, like, say all Jamaicans are evil. Like... It was just a really bad move for them. <laughs> like, don't do that, especially for like. Whoa, which
0: season was that? Second season, season two, of though. Luke Cage. The second season,
2: was yeah, how the, they did that. Oh, the okay. main bad guy is Bushmaster.
1: Jamaican. Yeah, It's fucking name is Bushmaster. Like, it's so
2: weird. Oh, and weird. he's got Bushmaster rum, which is like the rarest rum that's ever made because yep. there's only very little of it produced. It was
1: just they. I don't know if like they just had weird writers, if they were like not seeing a bit of racism. There's not many Australia. like it Luke just,
2: Cage comics yeah, out there. That's fair. So you can only like handpick a few, but Luke. that
1: first season, man, they hit it exactly on yep. the head with how good that first season was. Rocked so it was so like,
0: hard. I love yeah. the origin story and then the whole everything, everything. About yep. it is great. And that's really the only one I watched. I didn't watch the second season.
1: <laughs> I watched uh, I watched the first one because of uh, the main character because I knew about him, but then I also watched it because I like Rosario Dawson, and she's and been like I've had a crush on her for I don't know how long. There you go. That's her cool. and Sigourney Weaver. <laughs> like both of them, are just like they're so badass. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, it's
0: like that. Did I, did I send you guys that 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 like that orc GF? Yes, yes I did. Yes. I did send you guys the that giant okay. orc. It's just like that. Yeah, and just like it's great. <laughs> I said Bran of
2: Tarth <laughs> and deep. Jamie Lannister. Yes. Oh yeah, my totally. god. Yes.
1: Oh jeez. I wonder how much taller she is than him in real life. Probably not too much taller. I don't actually think she is. inches that tall. Because I know that the way they shot it, he didn't look that much shorter than her. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure she's actually. Taller. He's actually. I think, is he I, big, dude? I, he might I, be tall. He might be, but he's like
0: a little. I think he's a short Danish guy, dude. I think he's like five five or some nonsense like that. I think, nice. but maybe. But okay. I don't. I don't actually know though. I don't have my phone on me to look this shit up. <laughs> I well, feel like what 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 were you gonna say, Eddie? You have something. You've been you've been enlightening us this evening. Right. I'm glad I've been I can very enlightened. enlighten my friends. Yeah, quite enlightened. Your 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 uh, your bravado with movie knowledge is uh, stunning.
1: I you try. know a lot of names. You
0: fucking you fucking just like took both of us, and, like threw us on the ground, like I'll show you some knowledge. <laughs> like, like not even intentionally, I don't think, just unintentionally no. let us have it. And we like, woo I just tie Lopez, and Mitch just and I are like both show you my Ferrari and Lamborghini and just show my
2: bookshelf knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No, but uh, God, what was I going to? Encyclopedic. Say? Knowledge. I'm sorry if I I blame my, my autism. I guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm autistic. Oh no! Oh no! Watch out, guys!
1: I do have one yes. question. Whoa! Which can kind of leave some afterthoughts for how you're feeling about both of the series. Yes, they both involve stories that involve you going into some sort of virtual world, and you can be super aware of it or you're not aware of it. Would you guys willingly go into a virtual world like that? Yes. Would you stay in that world? Kind of like the Matrix, you know? I would
0: need a break. Yeah. I would need to be able to leave, yeah.
1: Yeah, so you you want to leave? Yeah,
2: because I feel like virtual world is a luxury. Yeah, for sure. It's not like a substitute of life.
1: It can be, though. Well, like, what if someone was, like, they're, like, paralyzed fair enough and like that's the only way they can kind of live out the rest of their existence i'm worried about my day small though (laughs) i mean that's true honestly though it's like whether or not you would want to transcend that existence like i wouldn't mind being uploaded to a computer instead of dying i'm cool with that
0: living forever as a computer program uh, that sounds like dopeness if i'm gonna my physical body's yeah. gonna die that's oh like yeah fun. i get to hang out like Friend-son. on a on a, on a, on a cloud and i just party all the time and like well, i can, just like, do I can as hook much... up to
1: other shit or like get into like an android body or something like I yeah i
0: life. i mean i would just live a crazy ass life yeah if I, <laughs> exactly. I would just live it. it would just be like a little like it would just be a cloud heaven yeah and then when it gets deleted the world just goes black and then oh, well. My <laughs> <opinions>. <laughs> Yeah. well. <laughs> Someone just runs a magnet over your universe. Gone.
2: (laughs) My options are either just the max headroom's way or Ghost in the Shell.
1: Okay, interesting.
2: You take your consciousness into a computer, and you build another sort of like entity or AI, uh, which I felt like what Transcendent, that Johnny Depp movie, was doing a little bit
1: Uh, of. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't like him anymore if that makes sense. Like, yeah, he didn't transfer from one place to another. It was just like a copy of his, of his like personality and stuff. And then it kind of, but he was able to replicate
2: his physical body. Yeah. At the end of the movie. Which is super weird. Yeah. I think the science of that movie is kind of dumb in my opinion.
1: It was pretty loose. Like it didn't really fit into like what was happening. So I, I agree. I was like kind of iffy about that movie, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I think the only way that is doesn't in the in the Ghost and doesn't she have like her brain in something.
2: Her consciousness, pretty much. Like you, you can take your consciousness and put it into another shell, which is another like avatar body, pretty yeah. much. And in the comic books, it kind of is a little different because it's not the major Kusanagi. Uh, there's. I'm trying to think. Damn, this is where. This is where both different mediums kind of different from each other. Yeah, you know, like, like there, there was a volume where it was all virtual reality, pretty much. Okay. And it was her body was different from how it was in the beginning of the first novel. Right. But it, she was still a female cyborg. But.
1: Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Well, thank you both for coming back for another episode. I love talking about Love, Death, and Robots and Black Mirror because I've seen. Every episode of both series (laughs) So I'm stoked on talking about it Anything else we're watching besides those? uh, Besides like those anthologies?
2: Yeah, just like I think last time we talked about Stuff that we were watching
1: Oh, gotcha Or reading Um, or consuming Let's see Uh, There is a show on Netflix Which is not horror related But it is an international show It's a German show uh, Called Dogs of Berlin On Netflix definitely worth it it's about a police investigator who's also like a dirty cop trying to figure out how to pay back debts while also having bad relations with gangs and being a police detective
0: i do have a recommendation it's on netflix also and it's called it's a pretty fucked movie and i absolutely think that we need to talk about it at some point on here and it's called the perfection
1: you you talked about i talked
0: about it and i we need to watch that shit and talk about it Because it's fucked <laughs> And it's fucked But it's great Okay Alright
1: What about you Eddie? Uh Swamp Thing Swamp Thing Oh that's right We even We put up uh, Wait, Did put that up, come out yet? Yeah what is,
0: a, is it like a full movie Or is it a It's series? a series Yeah uh, What's it on? Uh, DC All Access Oh God that's
1: right Man so to we're a gonna password? talk after this <laughs> podcast. So
0: we'll have a con- we're gonna have a conversation. I'm down. We'll, we'll, we'll maybe trade some passwords, uh, account <laughs> okay. login info. You know, my sub for yours.
1: Okay, we're so. gonna. Oh, don't you have the, the like, horror one? What's up? You have a subscription to something. I used Shutter. to
0: have a subscription. Oh, okay. used to. But anyway, those are my <laughs> final thoughts on things. Well, it's been great being on your podcast tonight, John.
1: Hell yeah! And I also want to remind everyone we're super easy to find we're on all the streaming services so itunes spotify google play music as well as uh, soon to be on youtube i'm gonna upload uh, up to the current episode which is going to be uh 13 for this one and then we are also on facebook twitter and instagram which i am updating i am updating instagram and facebook with a recommended movie of the day during the week uh specifically horror films um i'm looking to probably do it for movies outside of horror so if you're interested in other good movies um so i've been doing that uploading the covers as well as the names and stuff like that but that's pretty much it thank you guys for coming by to talk to me again anytime good night
0: stay spooky